0: Merce is no longer in the purse. Merce is all up in Garcelle's face. Today we're talking about the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and maybe a little Pomp Rules tea. I've got a very special guest on to help me recap all of it. Um, but we have a lot to break down. Is this Erica's redemption season? Do the women owe her an apology? Is Sutton finally ready to move on from her ex-husband? We're gonna get into all of it. I hope you are ready. You're listening to No Filter with Zach Peter, your go-to source for all the latest pop culture and reality TVT, surf fresh all week long. Now, let's dive in. I couldn't talk all things Bravo, Housewives, and Vanderpump without a very special guest. You guys know him. This has been like a long time coming. I feel like we haven't collabed ever, and like, it, I don't know why. We've both been featured on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and now we get to talk about it. Please welcome the one and only Kempire.
1: No, finally, right? I know. I <laughs> know. And I said to myself, have we not come collaborate? I think we were supposed to do something maybe a couple of years ago and it yeah. just never happened. I
0: think we've like chatted about it, but it's never come to fruition until now. Yeah.
1: Well, thank you so much for having me.
0: Thank you for agreeing to come on on my podcast.
1: Of course. Of course. Like why not?
0: The one and only Ken Bar. How are you? <laughs>
1: I'm good. I mean, I woke up this morning literally thinking to myself, what the hell, what day is it?
0: I just realized we were both in last season's Beverly Hills finale and then we were both in the trailer for this season.
1: You know, it's pretty much powerful, what do you think?
0: Look at us. We're staying booked and busy on TV and some bitches can't get off YouTube. Um that sense.
1: Yeah, um, so we're just going to just <laughs>
0: out the gate,
1: all right? <laughs> out the gate. All right. All right. Listen, bang bang bang.
0: This is no filter. I um, love it. So what were your overall thoughts of this week's episode of Beverly Hills? Are you loving this season? Because I feel like some people, like, I feel like I was loving it going into it, and now Mm. I'm kind of, like, fatigued by it.
1: Oh, you're going to have to explain the fatigue. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. Is it their most spectacular season with drama, and especially in comparison to the last couple of seasons? No, it's not. But... I really am enjoying the light, fun energy. I'm enjoying this trip. They're reminding me what these girls' trips are supposed to be like. Yeah. And it makes me want to go to Barcelona again because I haven't been in a few years. So stay tuned (laughs) because I might be booking a trip.
0: I will say about Barcelona, um, about their Spain trip, it doesn't have that Beverly Hills, like glam vibe that we normally get like we don't see them shopping wearing you know crowns or shopping for jewelry even that airbnb that they put them up and i was like this is a little more struggling here like i like come on i could afford a better airbnb than that
1: well you know what also they're not in barcelona proper
0: so it might might be that yeah oh because they're like off to the side right because that was the special town that Sutton wanted to go to for merce
1: yeah who's in the purse
0: who's well he started in a ziploc bag
1: I mean, okay. Who oh, carries
0: ashes in a ziplock bag, though? And the, the ashes were, what, like 40 years old at this point? Like, you could have found a better place
1: to <laughs> I think a now. lot of... Look, I don't have ashes, and I don't want to have ashes. Mm. <laughs> I, I, I eventually would like to be cremated, but very much like Merth, I would like to be thrown into Garcelle's um, hair. <laughs> um, just saying. Uh, I, that's a legendary place to be. But... <laughs> I can't imagine. I'm I'm hearing from other people that have ashes. Normally you do keep them in some sort of plastic form. Is it a Ziploc? Not necessarily.
0: Why, why plastic?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I didn't think that much of a, you know, I didn't think it was a big deal until um, Erica made it a big deal. I was like,
0: well. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, but why, why would you keep them in plastic though? Is that to preserve? I thought you put them in like a nice vase.
1: I, I don't even know if in the vase, for the people that actually have ashes, in the vase, are they ashes in the vase or are they in a plastic in the, in the vase? The urn. There we go. Proper.
0: The urn, <laughs> yes. Um, well, Kyle keeps her mom's urn in the bathroom, remember? Yeah. In the guest bathroom, which is also kind of weird.
1: Again, I don't I don't subscribe to keeping ashes in the home. If you can you you spread get the ashes, it. then I think you should sort of like spread yeah. them somewhere.
0: Like gonorrhea, just spread it.
1: Oh. Oh God. Not merce in gonorina in the same <laughs> sentence.
0: <laughs> oh, poor Merce. Listen, now he's free. And I'm sure there's, you know, a speck of him left in someone's digestive system or somewhere in Garcelle's hair. Like he's <laughs> left over somewhere. He's all around the world now.
1: I'm assuming that a bunch of his friends and family got got ashes because it was only a little bit of ashes. Yeah. That, that. She that, uh, said that
0: the ashes were dispersed amongst, you know, multiple. multiple so Merce friends. is still with us. Well, he's somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> um, are, so are you liking this trip? I feel like we didn't even get like a proper wrap up to the trip. We saw the ladies dance and then we're back to yeah, Beverly Hills.
1: I enjoyed the trip. And I think the reason why I enjoyed the trip, because I keep comparing it to the Rony trip from the reboot this mm-hmm. past season. And that felt so, uh, where I feel like go? the ladies sitting in,
0: where did they go again?
1: Oh, damn. Somewhere in the Caribbean. I can't remember which Island in the Caribbean, but it was that lackluster of a trip that I'm like, I compare all these trips afterwards. Like, yeah. Oh, this was fun because it's not really about the place. It's really about the personalities in the place. And I feel like all these ladies have personalities that were entertaining to watch this season. And it's nice to see everyone getting along despite little hiccups and things like that.
0: Yeah. I mean, everybody, there was no fighting this. I mean, except for like the little beef between crystal and Anne-Marie, are you liking Anne-Marie? Are you disliking Anne-Marie? Like what side of that fence are you on?
1: I'm trying to give Anne-Marie grace because it's yeah. not easy being a newbie. It's not easy being a black woman on Beverly Hills. Cause we've seen that with Garcelle and it's not easy being in the Bravo universe because immediately people are like fire her, fire her. I didn't love the esophagus situation. It was driving. I didn't love how she came out. I don't love that we're not getting her own personal story. In the after show this week, you get a little bit of her personal story. And there is some interesting things there. So I'm not immediately ready to fire Anne-Marie. I need her to let go of the esophagus situation, which I think she has. I think she's since apologized. Yeah. But I'm, I, I want to give her some grace. I want to see how she does at the reunion. But again, <laughs> I don't hire and fire at Bravo. So doesn't really matter. Um, but we'll see. We'll see how she shows up at the reunion.
0: I always say, like, you need to give the Housewives a good, like, two to three seasons before we can three? determine— Because think about it, your first season is either really good or really bad. Like look at Liam McSweeney, had a great first season and then had a terrible second season. And then I think by their third season is when they learn to kind of like mellow out. They have new teeth, they have better hair, they've got cuter outfits. Like, you know, they've just they're ready to show up and they're not like trying to, you know, be the fan favorite anymore. They're just accepting of what what it is.
1: So how do you feel about Crystal?
0: I've tried with Crystal. I really, I liked her when she first came onto the scene and her and Sutton would go back and she's like, you're just jealous. And she would put Sutton in her place. I liked that Crystal. Her second season, I didn't love. Um, and now her, like I just, now she's like starting to clock in a little bit, but I'm just like, even her, sto- her personal storyline, I don't care about her brother. I really uh, don't. I, oh,
1: you should've came to my live show. You would care after, after you heard what I heard.
0: What did you hear?
1: well we're supposed to keep things at the live show in the live show but he's with the the with the drake of it all leaking on twitter i would say that
0: wow
1: apparently very impressive
0: Mm, not impressive enough to not have his wife stick around oh damn
1: he's got a new girlfriend though
0: good for him he's now in (laughs) where where was he going he was gonna move somewhere right thailand Thailand, i think it was thailand Yeah. See, I don't care. Like, I don't care about Crystal's relationship with her brother. Like, I want to know about her relationship with Rob. I want to know, you know, does Rob have some orphans and widows money that he's spending over there? Uh, (laughs) Listen, these wealthy
1: men, Kempire. Well, here's the thing, though. When it comes to people that are wealthy, I hate the fact, the notion, especially because people that are gaining wealth, as you and I are both doing, eventually we will be at that level. Yeah. I don't want people to assume because we've gained that wealth that we right. had to kill someone or you know cheat someone out in order to gain that level of wealth. No, we work hard. Yeah. Look at look at the day that you're about to have. You're working hard.
0: Yeah. It's true. <laughs> I mean it is a pos- it is possible to attain wealth by not having to cheat people out of it.
1: Yeah. Hopefully.
0: (laughs) Well, getting to Tom Girardi, um, what do you think about Erica wanting the women to kind of apologize to her, being that they've grilled her for the past couple of seasons, and now we finally see that there is a little bit of redemption that is coming her way legally?
1: Yeah, well, here's the thing. I've been enjoying Erica this season. I kind of wish we had stayed away from all the things that are happening legally when it comes to Tom Girardi and her involvement, because I just feel like Yeah, we're never going to agree on on their stance versus her stance. Yeah. And her wanting an apology, I feel like it's a reach, especially when it comes to what she was talking about specifically in Barcelona and. Look in this episode, Crystal gave her an apology. I was like, "Oh, yeah. you're better than me, Crystal," because I wouldn't apologize because it, it it is just so murky that whole situation. Yeah, but they could apologize for hurting her feelings. Woo woo woo, Erica.
0: I get her point of being like, "You got," I all like she kept trying to tell them, "Give me grace and let this play out," and everybody yeah. kept being like, "Give up the earrings, do this, do that." Like everybody kept. Telling her what they thought she should do without being in that situation that yeah. I understand how now she's like, I told you guys that things were going to settle down. All yeah. the civil lawsuits keep getting dismissed. The trustee has not been able to tie anything to me. They've basically moved on for me at this point. The earrings have now been ruled, you know. I mean, in her favor, sort of, not entirely. They just, you know, it's moving back down to a lower court. She's still fighting it out in court. But it was a win for the day. Um, in and the she wanted an
1: that, apology for yeah. some of the insensitive things that she said yeah. in the last couple of seasons. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> she gets no apology. She doesn't get an apology from the cast. She doesn't get an apology from me. <laughs> but I, I think what we will see with, the, with this cast of women, hopefully at the reunion, them talk about about this apology that she wants. I think they could apologize for hurting her feelings. Yeah. Could they have handled this a situation yeah. a, a differently? Possibly, but I also, we also have to keep in mind, they are also sort of being pushed by the producers, ask yeah. her the questions, ask her this in this moment, ask her. So they're all sort of playing up to what the producers want because they want to produce an interesting season. So some of that came from that. So maybe they could apologize for that.
0: Yeah, I think, I mean, even like this season, like Kyle at BravoCon, when she was saying, you know, when the women were questioning her marriage, it wasn't the fact that they had questions. It was the way that they were questioning her Mm -hmm. and the way that they were kind of pushing her to answer these things that she wasn't ready to answer for. So she was like, if I had a little bit more empathy, I think I would have been more willing to trust you guys and open up about what's going on with me and Mauricio. Mm
1: -hmm. But do you think that the ladies were probably more empathetic towards Erica than they were towards Kyle? I feel like they were definitely more empathetic towards Erica than Kyle.
0: Um, I think they questioned Erica a lot more, right? I think they were at the beginning, they were like, oh, she's filed for divorce. She's, you know, leaving Tom. And then once the LA Times article came out, that's when they kept going a little harder. And then once you see the reports in the media about the earrings and she wants to keep the earrings and she's fighting for them in court, you know, I think that's when they started to push back a little more, which is also to say, you know, like she didn't handle herself the best way either and I think she's kind of been like yeah listen I was a little abrasive you know she was doing the whole or what or what she was coming at sudden
1: some of that though wasn't necessarily really Erica how she truly felt but she was she she said it this season I'm a showman yeah and she was giving us a little little bit of a show last season or the last couple of seasons
0: No, I really believe that that was not her like playing it up for the cameras. I think that was like genuine emotion because she's being like, you guys are saying these things on camera and you don't realize how this jeopardizes my real life you know because mm-hmm. even when she went into that dinner like Kyle's Christmas dinner with the or what or the the or the Christmas dinner and then we had the dinner at Kathy's house where she had the su- the scene with su- and, and she said or what she wasn't drinking those nights so I think she was that was all raw emotion for her because you also have to realize like she's going through learning all of these things about Tom and learning about how their lifestyle was funded on top of having all of these women question what she knew and what she didn't know while mm-hmm. also having these people that are now filing all these lawsuits against her and i can just imagine your when your back is against the wall like that you snap i mean i snap with just one margarita you
1: know (laughs) oh wait a
0: minute (laughs) wow walking into this live stream i didn't even need a margarita
1: (laughs) (laughs) well here's the thing I, i feel as if when it comes to erica and what she's dealt with last week's episode of beverly hills Showed me another side of Erica, a side that I was just like, see, she, she's not your little just doting housewife that's sitting at home that doesn't know what's going on. Do I know? Do I think that she knew every single thing that Tom was doing and that she was behind it and she supported it 100%? No. But the way that she maneuvered those erudites last week, I was like, oh no, watch out for Erica. She's smarter than <laughs> every single person on this cast. But I think people have already felt that about Erica. But that moment last week, the way she was having conversation with all of those people and asking questions and surprising her cat. Oh, I said, Erica, she she works for the CIA.
0: <laughs> She's one smart cookie. Are you going to watch Bet It All on Blonde? Come for research March. purposes. <laughs> the trailer <laughs> came out. Purposes. It actually looked good.
1: Look, it's Renaissance, a film by Erica Jane.
0: She's doing it.
1: I mean, it looks interesting. The trailer looked interesting. I will watch it for research purposes to see how it goes. Because I believe they're also going to be talking about the time of it all, too.
0: Are you going to watch Housewife and the Hustler too?
1: (sighs) When does that come out? (laughs) Exactly. It comes out on Monday. Oh, I I mean, if I have time, Mondays are very busy for me.
0: (laughs) My thing is, it's just like my issue has now become I get part one. Right. And after they did Housewife and the Hustler one, then they decided to do the Housewife and the Shaw Shocker. And then they decided to do the Randall scandal, and then they decided to do Scandal, and then they decided to do Reality Reckoning with Leah and Bethany. And I feel like the more of these they try- like, the Randall scandal was a total flop. Reality Reckoning was a total flop. They had Leah McSweeney leading the narrative, and then every time she would give a soundbite, they would have to put up another screen that's like, "And this has been disputed, and her oh, lawsuit yeah. is not moving forward." And it was just like, you know, it was. I feel like all of the Hulu documentaries at this point have become like tabloid documentaries. They're the national inquirer at this point um which is
1: bad because this is um abc news
0: yes, it's abc news and la times and here's the thing i the la times when they were reporting on this originally i get it now i feel like they've lost the plot with their journalistic integrity to do a housewife and the hustler 2 which first of all the tackiest fucking name ever and second of all i just feel like there's nothing new to the case that hasn't that has come forth. Like if the part two was focused on the trial, cause now we know that Tom Girardi has been deemed competent to move forward with trial. If that's what it focused on, I would be like, okay, cool. Let's see how that plays out when that story wraps up. But there's yeah. been nothing new that has come forth from the last documentary until this one, that at this point it just feels like a cash grab, which is unfortunate yeah. because it's hidden under this guise of it's for the victims and it's for justice when it's like, But what are we going to get from this documentary? Like, nobody's that interested in it. You're still using Erica as the main feature of the poster in this documentary. Um, And it's like, at this point, it just feels like a cash grab. And it's disappointing to me for the LA Times and for ABC News, because I just I thought that they were interested in, you know, actually reporting news and not, you know, doing well, it's still a business. Aliens in the sky, it's like, still a
1: business. Well, and literally, I just did a story yesterday about Krishan Rock from Zeus, and it was from the LA Times. So I was like, the LA Times is covering Zeus now? Okay. Mm-hmm. The mighty have fallen. But. <laughs> um, it, but I mean, I guess we won't know until we actually watch it in full and in, in all fairness. But we also have to keep in mind this is a business. This yeah. is a streaming platform. They are trying to, you know, clout chase for lack of a, a better words, yeah. clout chase off of the current season of Beverly Hills that the numbers are numbering for Beverly yeah. Hills still very much um, highly rated.
0: I didn't love I, I guess the one thing that I'm the most salty about with this part, two is. They're using the footage of when Erica sat down with the victims or the former Mm. clients of Gerardy Keyes, which I was there that day. I was invited and I was told what was being filmed. And no one was ever told that this was a Housewife and the Hustler 2 documentary. I think. What were you told? It was a completely different project. It was a completely different documentary um, with a completely different premise that I thought made a little more sense, I guess. Mm. So to me, it feels like. They exploited, they got Erica to show up, which obviously we know Bravo cameras weren't there. So I imagine Bravo wasn't happy with her doing that off of Beverly Hills, but I understand not looping in Bravo cameras for the sake of not turning it into a spectacle. And then to see that they go and sell that footage to Hulu and create mm-hmm. Housewife and the Hustler 2, to me, again, where's the journalistic integrity? Like, you know. Mm-hmm. It just, well, I
1: mean, especially in this day and age, journalistic integrity has is gone far out the window. Few. Yeah, <laughs> far and few. But, and that's another reason why I, I personally would never do reality television or film for something that's like a documentary, especially if you're not a producer, yeah. because then you have no control over what they do with that footage. And now they're using this footage. Because yeah. I, I remember when all that was happening, I also did not realize that it was going to be for Housewife and the Hustler, too. So,
0: yeah, because I think at that time, I I don't think there was a Housewife and the Hustler Mm 2. I think they decided to move forward and sell the footage in order to make the Housewife and the Hustler 2. And the best way to market it is to use that footage. But to me, I was like, that's just such a powerful moment to give the victims an opportunity to really share their side and to face Erica head on for her to show up. That I thought that that was a better moment that deserved a better showcase than to be reduced and cheapened to a Hulu tabloid documentary.
1: And I'm sure Bravo's pissed that they didn't get that footage.
0: Yeah. I'm sure they're not happy about that. But no. we're finally coming to the end of this season of Beverly Hills. I feel like it went by so fast. We only got, what, 17 episodes this season?
1: Yeah. And we're in episode 15 this week. Ooh.
0: So we only got two left. Do you feel like we've gotten enough of Kyle's marriage to Mauricio? I feel like <sighs> they're giving us little nuggets like we got at the end of this episode.
1: Yeah. I mean... Here's the thing. I believe that they've had marriage troubles. I don't necessarily believe the timing of this storyline um isn't, you know, calculated. Um and especially based on what we're seeing her backtracking on some of the things that she said during during this season and now they're in marriage therapy. I can see next season they're back together, you know, they're still working on their marriage. So I don't believe it. I have not been interested in that part of Kyle's storyline this season. I am enjoying everything else in regards to Kyle's storyline this season Boring. the real things that have happened like Laureen and you know her relationship with the other women that has been more interesting to unpack even even her lifestyle change yeah. and i can see how with everything that happened with Lorreen affected her marriage because that was someone so closer that was a sister to her so i can see how that could have really affected how she views her marriage and where she stands in her marriage I mean she might want to start uh, paying attention to the things she's signing off on but i'm not surprised by that she doesn't have a business manager yeah. um and you know look mauricio has been accused of some stuff so her not knowing she can always use later in court and use this footage
0: yeah i think Lorraine was her like emotional anchor i think that was where she found support and then mm. losing Lorreen. And at that point, needing her husband, who I don't think has ever kind of, I think that's where we have like Alison Dubois talking about how Mauricio will never emotionally fulfill her. And so I Mm -hmm. think she's now having to face that Mauricio is never going to emotionally fulfill her. And the people that she had around her that were able to kind of be that anchor for her are now, you know, gone Or, or, you know, at that point, she wasn't talking to Kathy. I don't know how close she was to Kim. Lorene had passed away. Um, apparently, she's never been friends with Dorit.
1: So. <laughs> uh, do do people really believe that that's a that's a real friendship?
0: I think Dorit believed it was a real friendship. Oh. I don't think Dorit like has those deep of friendships. Mm,
1: that's true. Because have we ever met any of Dorit's other friends? No. Oh, damn. Okay.
0: So I mm-hmm. think Dorit's just one of those like Beverly Hills housewives that, you know, has those surface level friendships and we go shopping and we go to lunch and we have margarita and I, and it just, it's never that deep.
1: I always love Dorit with her kids. For me, yeah. her, her her kids, especially as they've gotten older, that's always interesting to me. But now thinking about her friendships, So how do you feel about Dorit coming back next season? Because a lot of people over the last few seasons have said, it's time for Dorit to go. I think she checked in this season at the top. And I was like, oh, wait, this is a Dorit we haven't seen in a while.
0: I think, I mean, Dorit still brings a lot to the show, whether people want to admit that or not. Like last season, I mean, come on. Homeless, not toothless. (laughs) Iconic. Wind chimes with Jamie Lee Curtis. Iconic. Like she gave us those moments that I think were worthy enough for her to keep a diamond last season this Mm. season. I get it. Um, I feel like she's not that I want to diminish her PTSD, but I feel like she's using it more as a storyline than she is, you know,
1: well, PK diminishes, diminishes her PTSD.
0: Yeah. And he lives with her. So it's like, you know, he's like, (laughs) okay, you're playing this over the cameras now. Um, Mm. Listen, I think it it is real, but then you see her like like when she was at what was it? Garcelle's screening at um, for the beauty um, Beauty in Essex, yeah, and then she's like ah, and she's like screaming when somebody's like walking behind her, and it just you know it feels a little performative in some cases. I don't want to diminish. You know that experience for her But I'm just like you know at what point Is it still genuine Or or, or are we playing it up for the cameras Because I think whether these women realize it or not When they are on camera You do kind of play into what you think your story Is supposed to be Mm -hmm. you know
1: yeah, and you're asked by producers, and yeah. then they and don't constantly... show the producers asking you these yeah. things, and then it's like, why is she talking about this? This does feel p- performative. Yeah. I always have to remind people: remember, you're watching an edited show. You know, there it's going to feel sometimes like inauthentic. But yeah, well, and the rea- other
0: thing people don't realize either is when you see them. These scenes where they're having conversations with each other, the producers are are like, okay, Kyle, Sutton, we're going to have you guys sit over here and we're going to have you guys discuss what happened the other night at, you know, Doreet's house or whatever it is. And so, you know, going into it, I'm going to have to sit down and I'm going to have to talk about this because the producers have a storyboard that they're following throughout the season and they're trying to place everybody so that they know what the story is actually going to unfold and be by the end of the season.
1: Yeah. And the ladies have no idea until they watch the episode.
0: Yeah. They just know what they're being told to discuss. And they don't know, you know, which, because I'm sure, I think they have like three storylines each that are followed throughout the season. And you never know which one they're going to focus on or, you know, when they're going to toss one in and switch it for the other.
1: Like Eight and a Half. Eight and a Half didn't realize that they weren't (laughs) going to focus on her personal story.
0: Uh, I know. I
1: mean, Anne Marie. Sorry, Anne Marie.
0: Poor Marie, I feel like we they didn't really give her much of a chance. All we really have of her, and I get why people don't like her, because all we have of her is this damn esophagus story.
1: Yeah. I mean, in, on the after show, she talks about being adopted and reaching out, and she did the whole DNA testing, and then she found a relative that was close, like her mom's sister, and her mom signed off when she did the adoption that she didn't want Marie to reach out to her, but she reached out to um, this parent's sister, and the sister blocked her. I was like, damn.
0: Okay, poll of the day: Would you, next season, would you rather have back Anne Marie or Diana Jenkins?
1: Anne Marie. <laughs> uh, the lick lip lipping uh, boy, the lick lipping, the lip licking, and the Nouvarez, and uh, no, no, we're good. I
0: we're mean, good. with a tongue like that, you would think Kyle would have jumped on that bandwagon a little sooner. <laughs>
1: Do you think that Kyle is is you know dabbling in the lesbian world?
0: No. I think it's more of an emotional affair than it is anything sexual. Um yeah. I think you know Morgan is providing what Mauricio should be providing for Kyle and I think that's why Kyle's dipping in.
1: Dipping in, not dipping in.
0: <laughs> Leaning in is what I meant to say. No, you meant dipping. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Brian says bring back Diana Jenkins With her new baby I mean she did have a cute husband He laughed
1: after that D- Don't forget the laugh part That he added to that comment <laughs> <laughs> He's laughing at himself In that comment right
0: Asher now. was a cutie I wouldn't mind seeing Asher and Erica Do another Christmas duet <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oh I, no No I'm I'm tired of people coming on the show Trying to you know Launch their music careers No <laughs> No
0: Wanda says, "Can we have a third choice to vote, please? Who would be the third option?
1: A newbie, someone for, new
0: for a one season? Oh, a newbie. I don't yeah. know. Do we want? I feel like we need to give them more than one season in order to decide whether or not we really like them or not." Andy Diana, has said that as well. I yeah. think
1: I think they will bring back eight and a half, despite how the fans have you know
0: reacted, you know, felt to her. Yeah.
1: about, yeah, felt about her, but
0: because I feel no, like I, Diana I, I had rich. Diana had a really rich story. We just didn't really see much of that. Shows too busy fighting with Sutton. See, that's what these newbies need to learn. Stop fighting with Sutton, and then you'll get us another season.
1: Well, look at look at Crystal.
0: Oh God. What are your <laughs> thoughts? What are your thoughts on Crystal?
1: Here's the thing. I think Crystal fits the idea of what they want as a housewife, especially in Beverly Hills. She has the lifestyle. She has the you know the 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 family and things like that. There are moments, and again, it's an edited show. Maybe they're, they aren't highlighting some of the most interesting parts, but I think if they had a lot of interesting parts, they would highlight it. I like her, but we've given her three seasons to give us something. And I feel like maybe in this season, she's starting to. Again, this is another one at the reunion. It's going to really be make or break for Crystal. And because it is her third season. But I think we also would lose someone that is is a socialite on the show, <laughs> like a real socialite. But it's like you know? we don't
0: see that side of – like in her light, like she has that lifestyle, but we don't see that. We don't see glitz and glam in Crystal. We don't see, you know, the most that we're getting from her are these scenes with her brother that nobody's fucking interested in.
1: I, well, I like these scenes with her brother. I mean, I mean, he told us that he wasn't gay, and I
0: was like, what? <laughs> and then you're like, never mind. I
1: was like, never, uh, never mind, Whatever. <laughs> and no, then I, just, I had my live show, and then someone told me about that. And I was like, oh, okay.
0: Oh, bring him back. <laughs> bring him <But> back. <laughs> he's not even on the show anymore because now he lives in Thailand. So she's not even going to have him anymore.
1: He will come to just, film because he likes being on camera too.
0: I just love what was it? She was on ET or Entertainment Tonight. Crystal was doing an interview, and she was like, I'm glad Anne Marie has a day job, kind of like insinuating that, like, I'm glad she has a day job because she's probably not coming back next season. When I'm like, girl, you're lucky if you get renewed for the last well, two seasons.
1: They will renew her. Just bring one of the fleeing 14. I thought they were going to do that this season. They
0: should do that. They should bring back Teddy. No, excuse you. Oh, there's your third option. Teddy and Marie, (laughs) Teddy and Marie or Diana Jenkins. Somebody wanted a third option. The third option is Teddy.
1: Okay. Okay. Of the three, Anne Marie still, she hasn't had enough chances. We, we, we've, Okay, maybe, well, Diana didn't get enough chances. But Amory, Amory, for me.
0: The thing about D- Diana Jenkins is she has money. Like the she had the house, she put on the parties. Like she had that. She didn't need the show at all, you know. Yeah.
1: yeah, but you know what this is. Some of the some of these housewives do not need the show, but they want that fame. They want that attention. I think she had a lot to lose though by being yeah. on the show.
0: Oh, for sure. Um. I don't know what Crystal's motivation for being on the show is. Like she doesn't really seem to care about the fame, but like girl, you have the money, throw some big extravagant parties, like do something. Like at least Kyle's doing the white party this year at SoFi Stadium on the field, like, you know.
1: Well, maybe next season. <laughs> Look, one more season for <laughs> Crystal. Well, she's thrown parties before and then didn't, didn't she host one of the parties in the early like the first season or something like that? So she I hosted
0: mean, a taco Tuesday that was like such a low budget production
1: for Beverly Hills, because if you look at some of these other cities, it's like that was glamour. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Bring Denise Richards back with the ice sculpture, the diamond ice sculpture. No,
1: leave Denise where we <laughs> no, found her. Yeah, we need to sharing. leave
0: Denise on OnlyFans. I subscribed to her OnlyFans, by the way. I paid, uh, how it? I paid all nine dollars to see her coochie.
1: You get to see her coochie?
0: Coochie, nipples, feet, dirty feet, all of it. Sure. You get it I all. I mean, sure, no
1: no sex shaming,
0: but. Yeah, no sex shaming.
1: I'm, I'm not going to even ask you how it was.
0: <laughs> Listen, I, I've said <laughs> this before. You know, I always thought that of all of the cast members, current and former, Lisa Rinna was the one with the most iconic lips. Oh. I no longer feel that way. Oh my God. Oh, <laughs> this is too early for this. <laughs> and it's even earlier where you
1: are. Oh. Oh, 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 oh.
0: Are you enjoying Vanderpump this season?
1: Not so far. It's only two episodes. You know, I really I'm very gracious. <laughs> it's only two episodes. So I'm trying to get into it. I- I'm not a person that has watched Vanderpump Rules from the very beginning. I got into it during Scandal and then oh. I watched the old seasons. And I I was like, I already knew after the scandal of it all, I said, okay, I'm going to give the next season a few episodes before I decide whether or not I'm going to keep recapping it or be into it. It's only the first two episodes, but so far, I feel like we know so much from the blogs. Yeah. And I haven't even watched everything or got into everything during the last few months. I can only imagine what the audience feels like that has invested. And I'm sure they're very bored. What about you?
0: I mean, I've been watching since the beginning. And I Mm -hmm. know a lot of the cast members personally. Mm. Um, So for me watching it, it does like the hard part is it's like we lived all of this. And Mm. it was like. Scandoval 24 seven for like a good three, four months straight. Yeah. Um, that to me, I'm just kind of like, it's not ground, it's not terrible, but it's not like anything that like has me super hooked. I think yeah. it'll get a little more interesting once we get to Lake Tahoe and we see Sheena starting to kind of, you know, be friends with Tom Sandoval again. Cause the yeah. hard part is it's like even watching this right now, like I'm kind of, a, I get annoyed with Ariana who's like, I want to stay in the house and I don't want him to have the house. And we're looking at it from a lens of it's been a year, whereas to them in this time, it's been a couple months. So I understand why she still has this like energy towards him and she doesn't want him to win because to her it's still fresh.
1: Yeah, of course. I mean, of course. I mean, I would only say for her to get out of that house for her own peace. Yes,
0: leave. (laughs) Let the house go. (laughs) <laughs> let the house go it's like, a beautiful home
1: though i mean does she want to keep it for herself
0: no not with raquel's coochie juice all over it no thank you i mean a good stain cleaner and <laughs> a little of uh, sage <laughs> it will get it out do you want raquel back on the show rachel oh god
1: no is anyone yeah. listening to our podcast i just checked her podcast and her rating's like 3.6 <laughs>
0: I'm just like, Nick Vile said, I was listening to his podcast, or a clip that someone sent me of his podcast this morning, and he was saying... He's like, she really fumbled the ball. He's like, she's doing a podcast where she's recapping Vanderpump Rules when she should have just signed the contract to go back onto Vanderpump Rules. She would have made more money. She would have had a little more control over the narrative because at least she would have been able to face it. And I feel like people were getting so fatigued with Ariana and Lala and Sheena the way they came at her at the reunion that I think people would have maybe started to switch onto – Raquel's side or giving her a little more grace going into this season.
1: Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it, you just never know what it's going to look like or feel like coming back. Again, no, no matter if she signed on and she made money or more money, she's also not a producer. So they're going to control how she's depicted regardless so maybe she was thinking that and then she also did that interview with with bethany so she sort of had already draw you know drew the line in the sand in regards to her possibly returning do you think that she possibly could return next season or will people even care or if it will even be renewed next season it will be
0: people won't care Um, At this point, I think, like, we're so fatigued by Scandvault. This was her only chance. And you see, like, Lala in the first episode was willing to kind of be that gateway to bring her back in. And then she went on her podcast, and she's just like, see, now that was Lala's motivation. She was doing it on camera. It's like, listen, whether that was her motivation or not, that was a great gateway for you to come back in, have an ally, whether it was, you know— you were on an island together playing Survivor, it was at least a foot in the door and a chance to have somebody on your side. And I think of anybody to have on your side. Lala is a pretty strong, you know, person to have in your court because she's like a pit bull and she'll, you know, she'll come hard. But she
1: also doesn't, under, she doesn't know whether or not it's genuine because look at that reunion.
0: I mean, I get my thing is it's like listen. If I am on a raft in the water and I want to get back on the island, the last thing I'm going to do is start a podcast from the middle of the ocean on my raft. Whoever <laughs> is willing to throw me a row to sink to hook but you're going to go
1: to go go to Lala. Rewind back listen, time to that reunion. That's the I am only not. Person, I, I might just stay with my podcast equipment in that raft because I don't trust Lala. I don't trust James. I
0: don't trust Tom. If that's no. the only person to get me back on the island, then you know what? Get me back on the island and i'll figure it out from there i will i will (laughs) get myself i'll you know make myself a little shank once i'm back on the island and get ready to fight oh not a shank (laughs) i'm ready but yeah this season we'll see what it brings i mean we have billy lee coming back aren't you excited i saw
1: that and a bunch of hired cast members at his party
0: (laughs) i just love how james is like who the fuck are these people he's like i don't know anybody here
1: I, I, and mind you, I don't know these people at all. And I already kind of was looking around. Who are these people?
0: <laughs> no, nobody knows. We had Billy Lee. And then we had, there was that guy, Brett, who I do know. And he, I, he's like, a, he was a server at TomTom. Tom, so he like kind of knows all of that. But I just thought it was funny that he was like, you know, Katie iced me out of the group. And then James in his confession, he's like, who the hell is this guy?
1: I'm thinking the same thing. And, then, and why are you bringing this up? <laughs>
0: I think he I was, that was just, weird. I think he was just having, he was like, I'm on camera. I'm having my moment. I'm doing my thing.
1: And we're all calling you weird, Brett. Sorry.
0: <laughs> poor Brett. Um, but yeah, poor Sandoval has lost all his allies. Even his assistant just quit. <laughs> Did <laughs> you see that? Her. <laughs> and her name is Anne Maddox. And she just posted on Instagram a photo of herself with the cheerleader outfit that says Team Ariana. Did you see that? No. Yeah, she quit working for Tom Sandoval and she posted an outfit wearing the Team Ariana outfit.
1: Oh, I I find that to be weird still. Yeah. I mean, it's great to be. Yeah, fine. You're you're Team Ariana. What exactly happened between you and Tom? I mean, the fact you even worked for Tom, that's questionable. But anytime someone like an assistant goes on social media and does something like that, I look at you as being unprofessional.
0: Yeah, and wanting to get in the mess and one. And like, how does that provide an opportunity for you to get a job moving forward with somebody else? You know, I wouldn't hire her. Cause at the same time, he was still her employer. He was still her boss.
1: No, I mean, but she was in a very sticky situation. <laughs> like I yeah. would not want that job. No, trying to I would
0: not keep that job. And I would just remove myself from all of that. All <laughs> be like, I like,
1: don't guys. I don't want
0: any involvement in this. Did you see the photos of Jennifer Shaw? And Elizabeth Holmes in prison. I saw that this morning. morning. (laughs) (laughs) I was dying um, because it was reported in People Magazine or People Online um, that... Jen has not only does she have her Shaw Amazing Abs workout class, but she's helping women learn how to read and write in prison. she's helping them get their GED. We know she was trying to do the music the Housewives musical in prison um, and now, apparently, according to Jen's rep and as reported in people, she's taken on the role of a mother figure for Elizabeth Holmes <laughs>
1: That's what she thinks. Elizabeth Holmes is not some innocent, you know, ingenue that she could trade.
0: Listen, Elizabeth Holmes means well. You know, she tried to book a quick little vacation to Mexico one way, but it was in no way her trying to run away from, you know. Of course not. Prison time.
1: This woman is a genius. She has fooled people that were worth way more than than inmate Shaw. So I'm sure Elizabeth is making Jen feel like, oh, you're a mother to me when she's probably planning her demise.
0: Jen has something up her sleeve. I don't know what it is, but she's got something up her sleeve. Look, here's some Ooh. photos of them together, just you know, living <laughs> life Jen, in prison. Them?
1: I'm just I like, like the updo.
0: <laughs> Jen, what is happening? Girlfriend. <laughs> I just, as people are saying, like, if you look at the photo, like, you can see she has earrings on, and she has the updo.
1: Yeah. She's looking good. Okay. Inba is looking good. Uh, we will see you in, what, 2028?
0: She's doing something. I mean, she also has, I heard, makeup tutorials that she's doing in prison as well to help, you know, people. Like, I'm, she has a lot of time on her hands. She's just starting all sorts of businesses from prison. She has her makeup oh, tutorials. God. And I'm sure her in- apps.
1: And I'm sure her and Elizabeth are discussing how they could collab in the future. When does Elizabeth Holmes get out of prison?
0: That's a good Did question. Do we know?
1: <laughs> because I'm, I'm just sort sure. of like, and they get out at the same time.
0: I'm not sure when she gets out of prison. I think she has at least like what? Like she has over 10 years and Jen's like down to six years, I think.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, we'll see. Her. I guess we'll see her when we see her.
0: Should we be out before yeah jen i was something.
1: very invested in that story though the elizabeth holmes uh situation when i saw the uh, documentary i was like whoa what
0: so you believe that it wasn't just an accident that it didn't just get out of hand
1: no <laughs> she is a, um, uh, a a criminal genius
0: <laughs> um jen is being altruistic and teaching the women business skills like resume updates interviewing and data monetization She's serving the public i just loved when the report came out that she was teaching the women how to read and write that was the kicker Mm. for me Mm. what do you think about her and her earrings in prison though
1: i don't know what are the rules like i don't know these rules when it comes to prison i don't know anyone in prison i've never been to prison i don't know the rules are there rules against earrings in prison
0: i don't know (laughs) <laughs> Making <the laughs> tutorials of the world one, blush at, it a world better one blush at a time. New podcast coming. Two fails in a cell. Wow. The jokes today, you guys.
1: Everybody's up. Everyone's had their coffee. G-
0: Jen does look very glammed up, though, I have to say. I, and
1: I, I wouldn't be surprised that that whole, oh, we're going to be out. We're going to be out at this particular time. I'm going to be able to. She's in communication with someone, her rep, you know, yes. to Shaw. So come on. Yes, I think doing.
0: her rep has to be like, okay, this is the time that they go out. Let's tip off the paparazzi. That they can show up. Jen, make sure that you and Elizabeth are talking. Listen, Elizabeth is not tipping off the press. Elizabeth <laughs> cannot be bothered by any of that. If anything, she wants less press on her because of what a hot mess that was, her whole case. That, and like, you can
1: tell based off the picture, you know, inmate Shaw looks amazing. She would, and, yeah. Jennifer, and Jennifer, Elizabeth looks like Elizabeth.
0: Yeah, Jen did her little tutorial before they went out there. Elizabeth was not in class, clearly, because her hair needed to be brushed. She had her glasses on. Like she was not ready for that close-up. Jen had her diamond earrings, her Erica Jane diamond earrings, and her (laughs) little updo.
1: Oh, inmate shaw. I can't (laughs) living her life. Do you think that she I don't think that she's going to return to Salt Lake City when she when she gets out?
0: No, I don't think so.
1: I think she's burned that bridge.
0: She's gonna start a YouTube channel. Watch. Oh Lord. And she'll have Jen, she'll have her workout videos and her makeup tutorials. Did you sign up for her newsletter?
1: No, I did not put my email in that search engine on her, uh, you know, especially when she's accused of what she's accused of. No.
0: She never um, ended up suing Heather Gay over the black eye allegations, which we didn't get any information about the black eye.
1: No, not at all. I'm so over Heather Gay at this point. I'm just like, girl, yes, we had a nice little iconic moment for you. And everyone's, you know, receipts time. Like, <laughs> no, I, I really turned a page with Heather from last season. And I thought that we might get some sort of answers at this reunion. And we did not.
0: We got nothing yeah. other than Jen hit me, but I don't remember how.
1: And don't forget about the scratches and the bruises on her body. Yeah. Like, what were you guys doing besides scissoring?
0: Right? Like, okay, Kyle and Morgan, let, let's, you know.
1: I mean, look, and Shaw has been accused of hooking up with some of the other housewives, too. So, I've look. Oh, yeah. Over. Married
0: at the steakhouse. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, just saying. Just it's okay. It's all right. Tuna Yeah. <laughs> Listen, we'll see what Salt Lake City brings this new season. Are you sad that Monica's not returning?
1: I am very sad that Monica, Reality, Von Tees, Darnell, Delgado... Garcia Fowler, Jussie Smollett is not returning, but I understand why based off of the third part of the reunion, but at least she's not burning the bridge. And there is a possibility for her to return on traders on, um, ultimate girls trip. If they ever do that again,
0: she seems confident that they're going to bring her back to Salt Lake city.
1: I mean, I could see it. I could see it. How do you feel about it? Do you think that she should come back?
0: I mean, I think from like an entertainment perspective, sure, she should come back. But I'm just like, but from a genuine storytelling perspective, I don't I just don't see how she reintegrates into the group. I also just feel like why would they want to like she was essentially a fan of the show that it's like it doesn't make sense to have a real housewife who was a fan of the show. I mean, yes, but like she was very obviously a fan of the show. I just hate. <laughs> but, I just hate that now. Everybody's like trying to di- like anytime there's a new rumored housewife. Everybody's trying to like, you know, accuse them of having troll accounts or digging up right. old. Like they're just like trying to find something salacious with every new potential name that gets thrown into the mix. I'm like,
1: I think they've already even started with some of the potential newbies for Salt for Lake Salt City. Salt Lake.
0: who oh, do, do? How many newbies do we even have for Salt Lake? Three, two. two?
1: Two two that I've that I've seen. Right after they did they announced that um Monica wasn't returning, they they mentioned two. But they've done that before, and then those people never come to fruition. Look, yeah. they've just started filming or if, if they even started yet. So you just never know how the season turns up. It might not be. If they don't have any newbies, it will be another season three.
0: Imagine being Angie Harrington and knowing that every season they're looking for new housewives and she can never <laughs> land a snowflake.
1: Poor thing, poor thing. But at this point, does she even want to be?
0: I'm sure she would.
1: Oh, probably. You know, I mean, Andy she wants. really is ingrained. I mean, why didn't everyone have the same level of uh, energy when her husband also had a troll account and was on this show?
0: Because the troll account wasn't it just for against Jen Shaw.
1: But technically, Reality Montez really was just about Jen Shaw. That's true. Just saying, I mean, I didn't love reality Vontees because they really
0: like it really was Did you was a DM troll. with Reality Vontees? I did. I did too. I really I looked it up and then I was like, Oh, I've actually DM'd with this account. Because they would tag, yeah, you know, they and would like, tag I tested
1: about Jen Shaw. Yeah, they would tag and they would reposted some of my content. But I would watch some of the things that they've done on social media. I was like, okay, they're going a little too far. They're going a little too far. I don't and then based off what account. we heard from Monica during the season, I was like, Oh, it makes sense, like the same energy. I I saw in reality Bontees, I see in Monica, which isn't necessarily good.
0: No, but we'll <laughs> see, we'll see what she brings. Are you excited for the Beverly Hills reunion?
1: I am because I think that we will actually have some resolution. And like I said, I feel like this will be the Super Bowl for not sports analogies. Super Bowl for for eight and a half and for Crystal because for me it's it's you know. Fire or or rehire for them At this particular point But we'll see
0: I hear it's a flop Oh really? Yeah I hear there isn't a whole lot that goes down I mean you have Crystal and Anne-Marie You have Dorit and Garcelle I feel like both of those arguments are played out at this point Um, We have the surprise Drop in from Kathy Hilton And then we have Sutton fainting Which really essentially just ends the reunion Taping there
1: Oh Which
0: I think they wanted to like tape some stuff after, like retape some stuff. And the other women were like, nah, it's over. (laughs) Like, you know,
1: we're not doing that. You understand you're going to write us a new check. Okay.
0: Yeah. Well, like speaking of the Super Bowl, which you just mentioned, like you can't redo the Super Bowl. Like it's not like, you know, it's like once you don't get a do over, it's like once it's done, done.
1: they also said that the season was going to be boring as well. And I have been truly entertained by Beverly Hills this season, It, it, it hasn't been lackluster for me. But look, everyone to each their own. So some people are like, no, it wasn't a great season. I've I've been truly entertained. I've I've actually looked forward to recapping it and talking about it. I look forward to us having a conversation about yeah. Beverly Hills. I wasn't like, oh God, we have to talk about that. Can we talk about something? No, I would tell you. I'm like, I don't want to talk about that. But no.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, uh, it, like I said, it's had its moments. It started off really strong. I feel like, you know, the last couple of episodes have dragged a little bit. I think the Anne-Marie... The Sutton stuff was just a little too dragged out for me. I do agree with Anne-Marie, though. She made Crystal relevant. Like, let's not. Oh, not really. (laughs) Crystal has not clocked in for all three of her seasons. And the time she actually clocks in is because Anne-Marie has shoved her into a corner.
1: Yeah, I don't know if that made her relevant. Maybe for the th- these episodes, but I wouldn't say that she's made her relevant. I think that was a reach. Even she even before really? the trail, I was like, I need to see how this plays out to see how I would feel about that statement. And then when we finally get to the statement, I'm like, not really eight and a half. The the audience has made you relevant. <laughs> Just saying.
0: Listen, I think she finally made Crystal, you know, work. Cause there I mean, when has Crystal been ever really relevant for the past couple of seasons, aside from annoying us with her truth, right? Her version <laughs> of her reality.
1: But what is what what has eight and a half given us this season?
0: An esophagus, a tight esophagus to talk about. And
1: now she's fighting with other housewives from other uh franchise. I mean,
0: to be fair, Dr. Nicole and Dr. Tiffany Moon kind of inserted themselves into this and started throwing shots at her.
1: Not really, because you have to remember, it's the fans are always in their comment section. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? And they're anesthesiologists. I want to hear their thoughts. And I have to say, Dr. Moon gave a very well thought out, you know, explanation. And then I love that Dr. Nicole gave us a different perspective on professionalism. I enjoyed it. But I also don't blame them. I wouldn't be mad at them for speaking out because Anne-Marie knows people are asking them the question. I don't think they, they were trying to slam her, but they wanted to give their professional, professional opinion. And I appreciate it because we would have just went by what Anne-Marie said.
0: Yeah. I think we should bring back Teddy.
1: Why do you keep doing it? Make that a T-shirt so we can throw tomatoes at you. <laughs> are you friends with Teddy? Did Teddy set you up for <laughs> No,
0: no, no. I mean, I am friendly with Teddy, sure. But oh. um, no, I just think she has genuine friendships with the other women. Mm. And she's clearly very polarizing that I think the audience, it would get them up in arms about something. Or would you oh. rather, okay, that's the next poll. Bring back Teddy or bring back Rinna? Oh, no, no, no.
1: I I refuse. <laughs> Very much like, uh, very much like, um, Chris. Wait, was it Crystal on the raft? No, no, we were talking about Vanderpump rules. Um, uh, Rachel's on that raft. It's, I'm sinking. I'm sinking. I'm just drown me. <laughs> you're please. just
0: moving further away from the island. Oh At my god. You're rowing yourself away. <laughs>
1: please, please. Ugh. No, look, I'm more open to bringing a newbie, but like you said, I don't think it's fair just to get rid of eight and a half without giving her another season if we've given crystal three seasons and still it's not necessarily connecting i think it's time for us to give you know eight and a half some i didn't love her outfit though in barcelona i was like girl you are on a beverly hills trip what are you wearing and we haven't seen her particular lifestyle or her own personal story so i don't think that's necessarily fair
0: yeah i agree i think we need to give her a little more i mean but again that's why i think you need three seasons because then you (laughs) that's a long time But, well, I mean, like, Crystal, at this point, I think Crystal's done. But, like, we gave her her three seasons, and now it's time (laughs) to move on.
1: Thank you for your services.
0: Thank you for your service. Child bride has to recall term.
1: I did not like that comment. I didn't
0: like that. Because she was also 24. Like, she wasn't 19. She was 24 years old, and she married. I mean, granted, he was, like, 58. But, like, you know. The
1: connotation, though. It was just, like... And I really do like Crystal. When I see Crystal at home with Rob and, and seeing their relationship, it actually seems like one of the most solid, genuine relationships on reality television and specifically Beverly Hills. Yeah. So I, I, didn't, I didn't like that comment. It, it it leaned into what Garcelle has been accusing um, Dorit of during the season.
0: I think Crystal, I mean, I've really tried to rally for her. And I will say when I met her at Kyle's white party back in, what was it, May when they filmed the finale? She was very lovely and very sweet to me, even though she has me blocked on social media. And I was like, okay. She, blocked? Yeah. Well, because I think I, I was a little hard on her at last season's reunion because I was mad that all season long, she was like, Sutton said something really dark. Sutton said something uh, really dark. And then she wouldn't say what it was And at the, the reunion. She was like, well, that was my perception of what Sutton said.
1: Did we ever find out? No,
0: no. she never said it. She just said the way she perceived what Sutton said was very dark. And I was like, this was a total flop.
1: So she blocked you for that?
0: I'm assuming so, because it was after the reunion that she blocked. (laughs) And then I saw her at Kyle's white party, and she's like, hi, how are you? And I was like, oh, hi, I'm great. How are you?
1: She also, she mingles in in, in Hollywood. She knows how to do the hi (laughs) (laughs) kind of thing, you know.
0: She doesn't want Kathy Hilton to lock her out of the gates to Beverly Hills.
1: She knows she's a socialite. She understands what you need to do. I'll block you on social media, but when I see you in person, it's all nice and all good.
0: Yeah.
1: She hasn't blocked me. Thank God. Thanks, D- are you me. critical of her? I, oh wait, I'm critical of everyone. Anyone you think that I like, I will be critical of. I'm I'm a fair pal, pal, pal. You can anyone can get it. I'm I only me. Oh, anyone can get it. There you go.
0: That's oh, I not was. like that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, like. <laughs> <laughs> new but um no i i I call her cricket this season because i I really was just like annoyed uh with her with a couple of different things that were both related to beverly hills and related to real housewives miami and larsa and 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 gertie that situation um but she's also a brandy the singer fan so i I always kind of have a little soft place in my heart for crystal i still call her cricket though
0: (laughs) oh crystal well she's (laughs) We'll she-
1: now i'm gonna be blocked thanks a lot zach
0: <laughs> but no because she can't watch this because she has me blocked oh good point <laughs> you're good yes! you're safe um all right campfire thank you so much for joining me this morning thank you for me. on this thirst to thursday
1: thank you for reminding me because i forgot
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you have a live show coming up don't you
1: yes i you have, have one in new york are- right yeah, well, we we just had a sold-out show in New York, Philadelphia is coming up on March 7th, tickets go on sale Friday, uh, we have a sold-out show in D.C. February 16th, wish you guys could go, but if you didn't get your tickets, sorry, but <laughs> next week we're going to be announcing significant more dates, so stay tuned.
0: There you go, February 16th, well, I guess they sold out, so they can't get tickets anymore, but they have to get tickets for the next one, right?
1: yes yeah so and we definitely will be coming back to the uh dc area as well and new york we're going to be announcing another new york date for like the summer
0: all right well there you go guys go give kempire some love subscribe to his youtube channel tune into his podcast and stay tuned because i'm sure there'll be a lot more collabs between us moving forward um and get tickets to my live show february 14th valentine's day at the bourbon room in hollywood it's going to be a fun night turning into more of a singles night than it is a valentine's day night so which
1: is fine we, need, we all down. need a place to go that yeah. are single
0: that's why come on down maybe you'll find somebody to love on that night oh. you never know okay if i
1: was in la i would come
0: mm. well thank you campfire <laughs> <laughs> all right thanks guys i will talk to you on monday